Hello and welcome back to Equity, the TechCrunch podcast, where we unpack the numbers and the nuance behind the headlines. It is October 31st, 2022, which means here in America, it is Halloween, the spooky holiday in which you carve pumpkins and wear strange shoes and a mask and wander around and go, boo. As you can tell, I'm not particularly good at holidays, but I did go out and find a Halloween joke for everybody. I think we actually promised this last week. So roll with me here. Why did the ghost go into the bar? for the booze. Anyways, (laughs) welcome back. Let's talk about money. Kicking off with a look at the world of stocks over in Asia. Shares are up in South Korea and Japan. They are down in China. Now, why is that? Well, one data point to consider is that factory activity shrank in China in October compared to September. Not a very good sign. Also, the Chinese currency continues to weaken. Turning to Europe, shares are flat-ish, but leaning up if I had to pick a direction. Don't forget, later this week, the Bank of England is expected to raise rates by about 75 bips. And here in the US, well, in pre-market trading, shares are set to fall at the open. It is red across the board. And much like in England, our Federal Reserve is expected to raise rates by about, well, you guessed it, 75 bips or 0.75% later this week. Elsewhere in the world of money, this week is going to have fintech earnings galore. We're going to hear from, if my notes hold up, Coinbase and Block, also known as Square, PayPal, and Robinhood. Lots to learn. My question is, could this change sentiment for the better or for worse? We'll have to see. And frankly, big tech earnings were a little bit poor, so expectations might not be that high. But Coinbase will tell us about crypto trading. Block and PayPal will explain consumer fintechs to us. And Robinhood will let us know how much people want to trade shares these days. But if stocks are a disappointment, crypto is doing much better. Recent price gains in major coins are being retained. Bitcoin is over the $20,000 mark, where ETH is actually up to about $1,600 per coin. Much better. Bitcoin is up around 7% in the last week, while ETH is up around 20% in the last seven days. It's good news. It's good news in crypto land. Congratulations, everybody. I feel like I've been just (laughs) delivering bad news for so long. It's actually kind of fun to say, hey, things are looking up. However, total crypto trading volume remains depressed compared to early 2022, and actually also when we compare it to an August-era rebound in historical trading activity. So what does this kind of mean in context? Well, Crypto.com, to pick one recent story from Decrypt, is an example of the overall trends that we're talking about, recent price movements aside. I'm going to quote from Decrypt here because I can't really improve on this, and I quote, In the past year, Crypto.com's normalized exchange volume has dropped by 91% from $4 billion to $380 million per day using a seven-day average, according to CoinGecko. So sure, we are seeing some price improvements, but the underlying amount of activity in crypto land isn't where it was before, let alone last year. Next up, we're going to talk about Twitter. Yes, Twitter, which I'm sure you read about all through the weekend, has been making news and waves. Backing up, Twitter is going private in a Musk transaction, which means that it is now going to be back in our general wheelhouse. Why is that? Well, here at TechCrunch, we care more about private market companies than those that are already public. And even more, a bunch of venture capitalists pledged to put capital into the transaction. So Twitter now is once again, effectively, a venture-backed startup. Now, the news pouring out from the company is messy. Musk has brought along a coterie of friends, employees, and reportedly, Staff from other companies, including Tesla, 
to try and reform the social media company at light speed. Now, while Musk is not doing himself many favors when it comes to building user or advertiser trust thus far, that may be part of the point. You know, shake things up. However, past the hilarious stories of staff being told to print out code and then shred that paper, and past Musk himself tweeting out conspiracy theories about incredibly important domestic news events before deleting the tweet, there is key information starting to leak out. The Verge reports, for example, that Musk is not only considering charging for verified status on Twitter, as Platformer first reported, but that it could cost as much as $20 per month. There aren't that many verified users on Twitter compared to its aggregate active user base, but perhaps there are a couple of dollars to be made here. It's an interesting choice as a first priority. Now, the math to make the Twitter deal work out for Musk is going to be incredibly tricky, so every dollar does help. But it's worth keeping in mind that a lot of folks have literally invested in the deal, well, working out. So expect helping hands along the way as everyone tries to preserve their own capital. And finally, as a little data point, Musk could have bought Snap, the parent company of Snapchat, 2.7 times over at its current market cap for the same price that he paid for Twitter. Now, I don't know if I'd actually rather own 2.7 Snaps versus one Twitter, but that's a lot of money. Turning to some quick hits, including some startup news. Well, first, we're starting with self-driving drama from the recent few days that really does matter. First of all, as you may have seen, last week, Argo AI went kaput after two key corporate backers changed their overall self-driving goals. It turns out that self-driving cars are still a ways off, as always. Now, I'm not sure what that means for other startups in the space, other than that it seems that they are not going to be commercially viable for a while, and that could mean less venture capital activity and the like, or perhaps Argo AI is an exception. Anyways, their suppliers might be actually doing just fine. The Mobileye IPO, a spin-out from Intel, which had purchased the builder of self-driving car technology for billions less than it is now worth, was a success. An IPO, a self-driving IPO, a successful self-driving IPO. What a weird time in that particular market. My takeaway from all of this is that I'm going to have to keep driving, which is bullshit, and I am very sad about it. I mean, do we need like federal mandates to ensure that new cars have tech to better support, I don't know, car-to-car communications to help with self-driving efforts? I don't know, but my gosh, can we figure this out? How much money do we need? How much time is required? Why can't we crack this particular nut? And next up, we're going to talk about a couple of funding rounds fresh from the presses. First up is Zebra Labs. And I absolutely love this company because it does not feel like a 2022 venture round, which makes it fun and kind of countercyclical. Anyways, Zebra Labs is a Chinese startup that creates virtual avatars tied to content, including NFTs, that is working with celebrities. And it just raised $5 million. This tells us a couple things. One, the metaverse is still happening, and Chinese speculative funding rounds are still happening. It's not all semiconductors over there. Very fun to see. And then there was Invigo, I-N-V-Y-G-O, taking a flyer on the pronunciation there. Don't shout at me if I got it wrong. Anyways, Invigo is a car rental service that offers subscriptions and just raised $10 million. It operates over in the UAE and Saudi Arabia today, And the idea is that a buying car is a pain in the butt, which is true. I just did this. And leasing a car is a little bit inflexible. So what if there was something, as far as I can tell, in between that gives you shorter rentals, but cars that you like? I dig it. Uh, I'm very curious to see who does get funded in the final two months of Q4. This year is almost over, and there isn't that much time left to begin to combat the negative trends we've seen in venture capital thus far in 2022. So if there's a rebound coming, it better arrive soon. 
closing out today, our note above that we are curious to see what happens with startup fundraising in the rest of the year is not academic. It's actually time to start running the clock on startups that raised huge rounds in the late 2020-2021 era to see how many are still waiting on new capital. We're thinking about this a lot because there have been tweets going around about how some unicorns are effectively today dead companies walking, which means that we should be keeping an eye on stress testing companies that haven't raised in a while, but presumably have high burn rates. Naturally, reporting on this sort of thing is a bit of a bummer, as startup death means that a lot of folks will lose their gigs. However, unemployment is still very low in the overall United States economy, and even lower, I think, for tech workers. So perhaps it's still an overall good time to hunt up a new gig. Regardless, there is capital out there, but not enough chairs for everyone to sit down now that the music is stopping. The massive, shocking, surprising unicorn deaths have yet to emerge, even though we do hear that they are coming. We keep hearing that. The question is, when? And that is our show for this fine Monday morning. Don't forget, you can use the code EQUITY to save money on your TechCrunch Plus subscription, which makes me look good internally, which I love. And of course, Equity is on Twitter, where we tweet under the handle EquityPod. My name is Alex. I tweet under the handle Alex. We'll talk to you soon. Busy week planned. Lots to come later in the year. And we may have a bonus episode coming up as well. All right. Talk soon. Bye. Equity Mondays are hosted by myself, editor-in-chief of TechCrunch Plus, Alex Wilhelm. We're produced by Teresa Locansolo with editing by Kel Keller. Bryce Durbin is our illustrator. Alyssa Stringer leads audience development. And Henry Pickovet manages TechCrunch audio products. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back next week.